Here is a sermon that was preached by Pastor Ballin in one of the Sunday morning services. So we are reading from Ezekiel chapter 37. Then the hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley and it was full of bones as we saw in the video. Then he caused me to pass by them all around. And behold, there were very many in the, in the open valley, and indeed they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, O Lord God, you know. Again he said to me, prophesy to these bones, and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, Surely I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. I will put sinews on you, and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I came, as I commanded, and as I prophesied, there, were, there was a noise, and suddenly a rattling, and the bones became together, bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them over, but there was no breath in them. Also he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, uh, that, thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breathe and, and breath on these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath came into them, and they lived, and they stood upon their feet, an exceedingly great army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They indeed say, our bones are dry, our hope is lost, and we ourselves are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up from your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. Now here we read a scripture portion where Ezekiel was asked to do certain things in his life. As we read, he was taken up, taken into the valley of bones. When he saw the valley, the valley was full of bones. And Ezekiel was asked to prophesy, to speak to those bones. So the parts of the bones, as well as sinews and flesh and skin came upon the bones. And eventually God asked Ezekiel to prophesy to the wind. And breath came and the bones became living being. You know, the miraculously we see that God, how he brings life into those dead bones. But this morning, just want to you know, title my short sermon as God's Word and God's Spirit. Mainly we are going to see how do we engage the Word of God, how do we engage the Spirit of God in our lives so that there will be life. There are, there are a couple of key scriptures this morning I want you to turn your attention to. Verse 11. Let's turn our attention to verse 11, Ezekiel 37. Then he said to me, let's, we have that in the screen, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They indeed say, our bones are dry, our hope is lost, and we ourselves are cut off. 
Now, there are three things we see here. There is a cry from the children of Israel. Our bones are dry. Our hope is lost. We ourselves are cut off. Now my question is, who is this house of Israel that the word of God is talking about? And this morning I believe that house of Israel refers to two groups of people. Number one, it is all of us. Those who are bought by the precious blood of the Lamb. The church. Number two, unsaved friends. They are still, we see them in the world. They still, they do not belong to God. But eventually, when everything is done, when God, the Lord God, Lord God comes back to this world, when He establishes His kingdom in heaven, we are going to see them. Our unsaved friend. They are still out there. When I think about the house of Israel, house of Israel, not only the Jewish people, but of course they are part of the house of Israel. And all of us together, we are part of the house of Israel. And we have people who are not saved yet, but eventually they are going to be saved. It includes everybody. And scripture says the house of Israel, that is the cry of the house of Israel. Our bones are dry. Our hope is lost. And we ourselves are cut off from the source. You know, our bones are dry. You know, sometimes we go through dry situation in our lives. Everything is dry. We come to church. We serve God. But things are dry within us. Things are very dry. You know, if you take a you know, piece of wood that is so dry, you know, it, is, it appears to be very rough. And if you, you know, beat the stick on the ground, it is going to break because there is no life. Nothing in that. And if you throw that you know, wood into the fire, it's going to catch fire immediately. It's going to get destroyed very soon. Dryness. Dryness everywhere. Our bones are dry. We feel we appear to be good, but then things inside are not good. There is so much of dryness in our lives. Our hope is lost. At times, you know, our, we lose our hope. And here the children of Israel, they are saying, we ourselves are cut off from the source. I want to talk about spiritual dryness a little bit this morning because we spoke about prayer. You know, spiritual dryness comes in our lives. As these bones are dry, our spiritual life becomes dry when we don't have prayer. You know, some of us used to pray in our nation. If you remember those days, we, you know, we have come to this nation where we don't have time because we become busy. We don't have time. No prayer. No reading God's word. We are not able to hear God's word. Once upon a time, we used to hear the word of God. We, we used to hear God's voice. But we don't hear that anymore. This morning, we are talking about children of Israel. Being the church, being the children of Israel. All of us. People who are outside they don't really turn back to God. And there is no interest in God. There is no interest. Now when I speak to some of you, you know, some, some, some individuals, initially everything goes well, but then when we sit together and you know, take them through you know, certain things in their lives, ours together, and we will come to know, come to an understanding, there is so much of dryness in their lives. 
Really, if you talk to them, a couple of pastors for that matter, really in the bottom of the heart, they don't have any interest to serve God. They lost that interest somewhere on the way. They are just there because they are asked to be there. They are just there because people expect them to be there. They work just for that organization because they get paid. But in the bottom of their hearts, they lost that interest some time ago. This morning, I just want you to think your own life. Your own life. Do you really have interest in God? Do we really, you know, we, we just cherish in Lord God? Are we just, just, just go through that motion of life? We are Christians and we need to go to church on Sunday. Is that all about that we have about our lives? Or we really have interest to serve God. Dryness can come upon any of our lives. You know, sometimes if you look at the people outside, they don't want to follow God. They don't want to serve God. They don't have anything to do with God. Dryness everywhere. And at times I said, we lose hope. Turn back our lives. How many years have gone by? 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, 60 years, 70 years. We want to see great things in our lives. And the years are going by. You don't see anything happening in our lives. The day when we accepted Lord God, we want to serve God. But then how many years passed by since then? We are not doing anything for God. Hope is lost. Hope is lost. Cut off. Source is cut off. We lose the connection with God. We walk. We preach. We pray, we sing, we do things, we do many things. But we are not able to connect with God. We just lost that connection somewhere. Throughout the week, probably we never turn back to God. But on Sunday morning, we are back to God. We lost that connection somewhere. We lost that connection. I believe more than anybody else this morning, the word of God is talking about us. Let's talk, go to verse 7. Key, key scriptures, verse 7. Ezekiel was asked to prophesy. And he prophesied in verse 7. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise. And suddenly a rattling. And the bones came together, bone to bone. Verse 8. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them. And the skin covered them over. But there was no breath in them. Ezekiel was asked to speak the word. Ezekiel was asked to engage the word of God in this dry situation. You know, this is the, just the point, just one or two points I just want to drive this morning. Ezekiel was asked to engage God's word in the dry situation. So he was standing there in the valley looking at the bones and he was speaking to the bones. And he was speaking the word that he spoke brought those bodies together, those bones together, and there is life started as about to come into those bones. Word. Ezekiel spoke word. Then verse 10 says, the breath. Then he prophesied to the breath. So I prophesied, and as he commanded me, and breath came into them, and they lived and stood upon their feet, an exceedingly great army. You know, initially we saw word of God was engaged as he spoke to those bones. Everything was there except life. Now he is engaging the spirit of God into that, into that dead situation. 
word of god and spirit of god when we bring those two in our lives when we engage the word and the spirit in our lives we see life there and this morning i ask god may open our eyes just want to talk in a little bit naturally what really happened there in the natural sense the valley was full of bones the bones were very dry and now he is prophesying to the bones he is that means he is engaging the word he is engaging the word now he when he prophesied to the bones as he engages the word of god when he speaks to the dead things there you know a couple of things happening bones are joining together as you saw all the bones just joined to the you know the the the, the corresponding bone the right bone there all joined together and sinews and flesh all the tendons and flesh came upon the bones and skin covered them he's just a normal human being but without life now spirit of god is asking him to prophesy to the breath that is engaging the spirit into the dead situation now we see breath coming upon them and they lived and they stood as a mighty army naturally but what is happening there is not just natural but it is naturally it is supernatural that's what we see there so supernaturally what is going on there the valley refers the dry bones refer to the ungodly situation in our lives as well as in the life of people when we take god out of our lives it is equivalent to taking a fish out of the water and putting it on the ground when you take a fish out of water and put it on the ground you know you see what is happening that's what exactly happens the more you go away from god that's what happens to our soul we don't feel it in our body but we feel that our soul feels that the the pain that the fish probably will go through at that moment our soul feels that pain because the soul cannot survive without god souls cannot survive without the presence of the holy spirit you know that's why we need god it's not our flesh but it is our soul that desires god and here we see the valley is filled with ungodly things the dry bones as i said children of israel house of israel the church of god and all those who are it to be saved everyone is part of the you know they they are the dry bones they are the dry bones there sinews and flesh and skin as i said as the word of god is engaged there a couple of things are happening there when someone dies we bury that individual and we don't really go and dig that graveyard maybe after two years or maybe after six months we don't want to do it if you take it probably if you do that probably the bones are left the rest are all eaten the rest are all gone in our spiritual life when we see allow the spiritual death the coldness in our lives the enemy comes and robs everything from our lives the joy is gone we are not peaceful anymore when we go to bed in the night we don't have any satisfaction of living on this earth because the enemy has robbed already everything is taken out the same way the flesh is gone the sinews are gone the skin is gone every blessing in our lives every spiritual blessing in our life is gone the basic things of life our salvation is gone we question our salvation because we open the door for sin to enter in our lives when god is out of our lives 
Once upon a time, you know, we were good citizens in the kingdom of God. We were a Christian, really Christian to the word. We were living, we were having fruit of the spirit in our lives. Life, love, joy, peace and you know, all those things. But now everything is gone. Now Ezekiel was asked to engage God's word in that situation. We're talking about the supernatural aspect of that, what is going on there in the valley. Only life was not there. Rest of it were there. Now, Spirit of God is asking Ezekiel to engage Holy Spirit into that situation. When Holy Spirit comes in that life, in that body, we see a supernatural thing happening there. Body which was dead, buried, now it is coming back to life because Spirit of God has entered into that life. You know, this morning, we are here to know the signs and wonders will happen when we allow the Spirit of God to work in our lives and through our lives, God does miracles. The ultimate miracle that God has, God does in any one of our lives is the eternity, the eternal life, the life that we are going to live with the Lord forever. Supernatural blessings are for those who engage the Spirit of God into the, die, into the dead situation. This morning again we are talking about engaging God's Word and engaging the Spirit of God. What do you really mean by engaging God's Word? You know, even though Ezekiel was asked to prophesy, that prophecy is not really to predict the future. No, that, that, it's not that kind of prophecy. This prophecy is not really to tell what is going to happen to the children of Israel or what is going to happen in all of our lives or at the end of the, end of the, end of the age. No, it's not that kind of prophecy. This prophecy is just speaking, simply speaking the word of God. Simply speaking the word of God into the dead situation. You know, by speaking God's word into those lives which are dead. And this morning, God is calling you and me to speak His word into our dead situation and into the dead situation of people, those who are living around us. How do we speak the word of God? Like, like last week, we talked about two, you know, two uh, gifts of the Holy Spirit. The word of knowledge, the word of wisdom. Word of knowledge is a revelation of the specific situation. You know, when we work with people, when we go and deal with people, just always ask God, Lord, tell something about that individual. Lord, speak to me about something that what he or she is going through in her life. That's a word of knowledge. And now, with that word of knowledge, when we go and speak to that individual, and that he or she may be expecting wisdom from you. And as you speak, but wisdom comes. Two days ago, I just got a call in the night. One brother from the United States, we met him when I was away, when I, I visited him. He called me and he said, Now I've been asked, he's in a very good position. Uh, he asked, You know, I've been asked to apply for a work that's much higher. There's a promotion. I'm a, I'm a store manager, he's a pharmacist. Now they're asking me to apply for a district manager, so you know, I, need to, I can manage all the pharmacies, but I don't want to do it because I feel that I lose job security. And he called me that night. And the moment I took the call, I was 100% sure in my spirit that he needed to apply for the job. 
But then I need to listen to him. I listened to him half an hour. I told him, we'll pray together. And at the end of the prayer, tell me what God speaks to you. And then we prayed for half an hour. Uh, sorry, we prayed after half an hour. We prayed and he and his wife. And at the end of the prayer, I asked him, what God is telling you now? And he said, I want to go. I play for that. And I want to try for one, hour, one year how the job works. And if not, I will come back. Then I told him, that's what God told me too. But I didn't tell you. I want God, you, God to speak to you. Go ahead and apply for that job. You know, God has a word for us. There are people, they come to us. They approach us for wisdom. And this morning, God is telling you, engage the word of God into their lives. Just speak the word of God into their lives. You know, there may not be life, but everything will be set and ready for the Spirit of God to work in their lives. By encouraging to read the Word, encouraging to read the Bible, encouraging to meditate the Bible, and enabling them to hear the voice of God. And tell them, hearing the voice, the voice of God is not that difficult. It is very easy. You can hear the audible voice of God. If not the audible voice, you can hear the you know, inspiring Word of God. Yesterday evening we were talking about different ways to hear the voice of God. The inspiring word of God within us. Our God can speak through the word. God can speak through somebody, someone else. God can speak through dreams and visions. Just tell them that it is easy. Now speak the word of God into their lives. And there will be life. This morning I just want to read a scripture for you. It's for all of us here. God wants us to hear us wise. God wants us to encourage us. And us to be encouraged by hearing his voice. Let's read the scripture. John chapter 10. Verses 27 and 28. John chapter 10, verses 27 28. My sheep hear my voice. My sheep hear my voice. And I know them. And they follow me. And I give them eternal life. And they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. My sheep hear my voice. Who can hear God's voice? All of us. His sheep. His sheep can hear God's voice. May not be audible voice every time, but you can hear as I speak. You can hear as you read the word. You can hear the voice of God as we probably just sleep, about to sleep. God speaks to us. We need to come into that relationship with God. The moment we are cut off from that, like we become like the children of Israel who are cut off from the source. Never get cut off. From that source. Always try to listen to his voice. Engaging God's word. Finally engaging God's spirits. spirit. Spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verses 9 and 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verses 9 and 10. To another gifts of healings by the same spirit. To another the working of miracles. What is happening in the valley is as I said it's naturally supernatural. That's what is happening in the valley. How it was happening? It was happening as the word of God is engaged in the dry situation. It is happening as the spirit of God is engaged in the dry situation. So what is happening there is miracle. What is happening there is supernatural. You know the same supernatural miracle happens in our lives when, as 1 Corinthians 12, 9 and 10 says, to another gift of healings, gifts of healings by the same Spirit. Who is the Spirit? The Holy Spirit. You know, when we engage Holy Spirit in our lives, 
healing happens. That's what this, I can interpret the scripture. To another, gifts of healings by the same spirit. When we allow the spirit of God to work through our lives, healing happens. To another, the working of miracles by the same spirit. When we engage spirit of God in your life, and when it flows through you to someone's life, miracles happen. As Ezekiel was asked to do. He was engaging the spirit of God into the dead situation. Want to read another scripture? Luke chapter 4 verse 18. Luke chapter 4 verse 18. The scripture is about Lord Jesus Christ. The spirit of God, spirit of the Lord is upon me. Who is upon him? The spirit of the Lord. Who is here right now as we pray, as we teach? The spirit of God. Who is here? Who is with us as we walk out of this place? The same spirit of God. Who is there with us in our workplaces? The same spirit of God. The spirit of God is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. How that supernatural thing happening there by the spirit of God. And you and I are anointed by the same spirit. And as we preach the gospel, people will listen to the word of God, voice of God. And he says, he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. You know, when you engage the spirit of God in your life, and when you speak to someone, we see healing taking place in their brokenness. To proclaim liberty to the captives. Those who are bound, those who are bound with addictions and so many oppression of the enemy. When we engage the spirit of God through your life, into their lives, we see supernatural things happening there as it happened in the valley. Proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind. Miracles, healing happens when we engage the spirit of God. Because the spirit of God, the spirit of the Lord is upon him, upon us. To set at liberty to those who are, to those who are oppressed. You know, this morning we are talking about engaging the spirit of God. As we evangelize, as we move out and share the gospel with others. Never forget, we are not doing by our own strength. Even if you want to invite somebody to the church, never try to invite them by our own strength. They are not going to come because we invited them. Just give that family, that individual to the hands of God, hands of the Holy Spirit. By speaking, by saying that Spirit of God, making a simple prayer, Spirit of God, I just give that family in your hands, Lord. You are engaging God's presence in their family. When you pray, it has meaning. When we say that word to God, it has meaning in it. When we, the moment we say, God takes care of them. Spirit of God is engaged in their lives. And God deals with them. You know, that's what God expects us to do. God doesn't expect us to you know, really struggle for things to happen. But God expects us to engage the Spirit of God. Finally, engaging the Spirit of God also means inviting the Holy Spirit. Asking God to give more, fill more. And giving us complete control to the Spirit of God. You know, these are a couple of practical things. Let's close by reading Romans chapter 15 verse 19. Paul says here, it's a very important scripture. Romans 15 verse 19. Paul says, to make the Gentile obedient in mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Spirit of God. He was preaching to the Gentiles, means those who do not believe in Christ. He was preaching to the Gentiles, 
and how Gentiles were brought into obedience to Christ in mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Spirit of God. You know, when we engage the Spirit of God into those lives, we see God doing miracles in their lives. You know, this morning we need to understand this fact. When we allow Spirit of God and ask Spirit of God to move in their lives, we see miracles happening in their lives. Engaging the Word and the Spirit. Engaging the Word means simply listening from God and speaking into their lives. Maybe in our own lives. Listening God's Word to our blessing, for our blessing. Also, when we engage the Spirit of God, asking God to take over, the supernatural to take over. You know, when something comes as a burden, a heavy, you know, you know, thing upon our lives, try engaging the Spirit of God there. He will make things easy. He will make things easy. When we start doing things practically, we will see the blessing of God. We will see it works. You know, as long as we don't engage God's word, as long as we don't engage the Spirit of God, nothing works. But when we start doing it, we realize it works really. The more we start, do, start doing, we will realize it more. This morning, shall we just close our eyes? Just, I don't want to just leave you just without uh, you, know, you making this prayer this morning. Again, I would ask the Spirit of God this morning to come upon us. We heard the word. But God is asking you to engage his word into your life. For a believer, I would say it means Listening God's voice. Listening God's voice. For an unbeliever, I would say, taking the word of the scripture and speaking those words into their lives. Teaching them the word. This morning, God is asking us to listen from him. Secondly, God is asking us to rely more on the Holy Spirit than our strength. Depend more on the Holy Spirit than our abilities. It may be a physical blessing, natural blessing they may be looking for. Maybe healing. Maybe job. Maybe a promotion. Maybe financial freedom. Whatever it may be, God wants you to rely on the Holy Spirit. Tell your concerns to Holy Spirit. Otherwise, Jesus would not have sent the Spirit of God to this world. He went and he sent the Spirit of God. Same as Jesus. As we were relying, as the disciples were just leaning on Lord Jesus this morning, God is calling you to lean on the Holy Spirit. Shall we just take a minute as the Spirit of God ministers to you right now? Right now. And uh, receive the voice of the Holy Spirit speaking to you. Just receive the voice of the Holy Spirit. His voice is a gentle voice. But He is speaking to you. I believe it. 100% Spirit of God is speaking to you. This morning He has a word. Either you received it already. Or you are receiving it now. But before you leave from this place. You will hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. Speaking to you. Telling you. Calling you. By name. Calling you. As my beloved son and my beloved daughter, asking you to rejoice in him, 
asking you not to give up asking you not not to get discouraged this morning god is speaking to you just engage his word into your life in your life just allow the word to work in your life can we do that we will see the bones joining to the bones and sinews and flesh coming upon the bones and filled getting filled with skin god is making everything beautiful god makes everything beautiful as we allow the word of god to soak your heart thank you lord father minister to your children oh god spirit of god speak to them right now oh god they heard the word but lord it is a ministry time that you would speak to them hallelujah we will see naturally supernatural things when we engage the spirit into the dead situation shall we just do that tell the holy spirit lord i don't have anybody on this earth i am just depending on you you are my father you are my mother you are my husband you are my beloved i can depend only on you nobody else i'm just trusting in you this morning oh god i'm just leaning on you spirit of god i'm engaging you in my life hallelujah hallelujah just completely give everything to god hand over everything to god do not ha- hold anything back for you just give everything the rest of the days in your life they belong to god they are in the hands of god this morning god is asking you as ezekiel called the spirit prophesied over the spirit and moment he did that spirit came from all the different directions and it went into the bones into the flesh and brought life and this morning god is telling you just give complete control to spirit of god after that ezekiel has nothing to do there you don't have anything to do about your future you don't have anything to do about your life on this earth completely give handle to god this morning let him take let him rule over hallelujah father i thank you for your sweet presence lord in this place father as we hear this word hallelujah lord you are getting engaged lord into some of our lives this morning Father let your word is being heard Lord in some of our lives this morning oh father all of our worries are gone Lord all of our confusions are gone Lord the fear is gone this morning father we are once again back on track we are hearing from you we are hearing your voice Lord there are few more days left out for us on this earth you are going to use us lord lord to engage our friends our community lord through this word and through the spirit lord god this morning i pray let the anointing come upon each and every one of us oh god i pray that blindness to be gone in the name of jesus hallelujah father i pray that lord let the awareness come in our lives lord rest of the days lord we will leave we will leave lord there are because the house of israel is not complete there are people outside we need to bring them lord into this world this morning lord give us that grace and send us with your love and grace in jesus mighty name amen hope you are blessed by this teaching please write to pastor balan swami nathan at balan at hipm.org god bless you